parallel barking. Woof, woof, woof. woof. <laughs> that is my woofy barky daddy. And I am Ariana, as you should know. Um, or if you don't, welcome, welcome. I will be barking as well. Yep, yep. Today we are talking about something really interesting. If you don't know about it, I don't know much about it, but we just learned uh, recently about these interesting things called non-fungible tokens or NFTs. Um, they are kind of like um, a, a little piece of art that you would find on the internet. Uh, actually what they're calling it is a token, a unique token. Um, that's an asset, like a like a Bitcoin. Um, but the, the token is actually an authentication of a digitally produced work, right? Right. Okay. Right. So you've got two things going. You've got artists who now don't want to paint, uh, who don't, sorry, it's not that they want or not want. Artists who have discovered an artistic medium on the web, or sorry, through digital technologies. Right. So that's one thing. And they're producing artistic work through digital technologies. And then you've got this other object, which is a method using uh, 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 cryptocurrency, not cryptocurrency, using blockchain yes. right, to authenticate a digitalized work. So two things are being done. The art world is moving to digitalization, right, as the not the recording of or the copy of or a picture of a work that they've done, but as the actual work itself. And this has been going on for some time. And then um, having done that, they've got a problem. And that is, well, how do you distinguish their digital work as authentic, their own creation from either copies and, and my technological um, expertise is not good enough to, to figure out how one does it, but that it isn't, uh, it isn't the authentic digitalized creative work or the authentic creative work in digital form, it's something else. And so then you create these tokens, but right. the tokens themselves then can be detached from the thing that it authenticates. And apparently, if I remember correctly, and, and Ariana, well, brought this up, which I thought was just fabulous. Uh, this has become a thing at the at, at some art festival. Where can you explain it? Miami at of the course. Miami Art Week. Um, NFTs became huge. Let me see if I can find the article. Um, it was driving the entire thing so, so what are you buying are you buying friend and who are you buying this from so i'm assuming that what's going on is that an artist will create a work in a digital format the artist will then uh have to also provide an nft right a non-fungible token of authenticity using whatever technologies and i imagine that he would have had he or she or they or whomever uh, the person would have had to then have to either have the technology or the capability for developing NFTs or to pay someone to do it. Um, and then both the artwork, the digitalized artwork and the NFT would have to be housed somewhere. 
uh, and I'm assuming M NFTs, if they're like crypto, uh, will be ledger housed somewhere and uh, through these, the, the closed, you know, the, the blockchain closed uh, uh, collectives and the digital work would have to be protected in, in some way and, and maybe, maybe not. Uh, but that those things are going on. And then in the process, the, the art purchaser is gonna be purchasing the artwork and the authentication, right? Um, but I'm wondering, can you split the two? And we were talking about this a little bit before we went on, on the air. And so I, cre I create a, a work, an authentic work uh, in, in digital form. And to it, I have attached a, an NFT, which is its uh, certification of, authentic of authenticity. This is the authentic work that's coming from my brain or from whatever other body part I use to create this thing. Um, can I then detach the NFT and sell it without selling the underlying work? That is keeping the underlying work somewhere in a vault and then just trading NFTs on the strength of the underlying work in a way, uh, the way we used to deal with gold, right? Uh, governments would in the, initially you'd mint gold and the coin would have the value of the underlying metal in it that authenticated its value uh, inherent in its, the value of the metal. And then at some point, uh, governments took all of this metal and put it somewhere in the U.S., in the legendary Fort Knox. Clearly, they had it in other places, but they put a ton of gold or metal in, in this fort, and then they issued paper money uh, backed by this gold that if you wanted it, you can actually get your the, the paper value of the gold. No one ever wound up doing it, and by the end, of the gold standard that uh, it, it was uh, first gold and silver and no one would, would actually get it, but then you'd be trading, money would become, the thing of value would become the piece of paper itself uh, rather than directly the, the underlying metal. And I'm wondering whether in a way, this is another way, at least in these closed collectives of developing money, the way uh, Meta, whatever it's called, old Facebook, what's it called now? The metaverse, metaverse. Yeah, the meta, meta, whatever, and their metaverse uh, attempted, uh, what, a year or so ago to develop its own, effectively, its own NFT, uh, its Lira currency, uh, which could then be used, uh, backed by the goods that would be bought and sold or, or consumed. I don't know. I think Would those you're... discussions are already happening. Um, I, I, NFTs are already being bought and sold on specialized marketplaces. Um, the NFTs? Yes. And the underlying work or yes. together or just, just, just NFTs, NFTs? Just NFTs. Just okay. NFTs. Um, so where's the underlying work? Um. You, you can also buy the underlying work that you, you, you can go to a different place. Um, like, you mean or are you buying it or are you receiving it somehow access to it? Right. You would go to like a uh, Christie's auction 
house or you would go to the art week. But this the, is all digital. My arm. Yes. The Miami art week is now digital. Uh-huh. Right, right. So you don't have to go anywhere to get it. You just, this is all done. Right. You screen. go to your computer and travel in your mind space to these oh. places. Right, right, right. So it's, it's all, okay. So it's, it's all, uh, it's all done on, it's, it's all digitally done. Yes. But, but you can also, you can also, you know, buy groceries, quote, quote, real estate in worlds, like we were talking about the metaverses, like Decentraland is one of them, um, and that are backed by these NFTs. So like a title, instead of a title, you'd have an NFT. Right, but I could also buy your house. Your piece of real estate. I could buy your house with NFTs if you chose to accept it. I think so. I think so. Yeah. As long as you were registered and and made part of that collective. So effectively what you've done is you have to create, um, you have to gain admittance to this realm. I can't go off as soon as we're done. I can't go off and Google NFTs and, um, and, and buy one. I guess I'd, I'd have to, um, uh, figure out how to become part of the group and their standards uh, that that have to be met and and all of this other stuff, but effectively what we're doing is we're we're I think what what I'm if what I'm hearing you uh, correctly we're doing kind of two things, which we've always done, but now um, outside of the state, which is what makes this interesting, um, we are refining systems of barter, right? Once you give the initial value, which can be uh, uh, public currency. But it could be something else is whatever people will accept for the um, for the NFTs. You're creating a system of bartering in which you're either bartering the, the digital work uh, directly or you're bartering the digital work through NFTs. And at the same time, you're creating currency. Yeah. Right. And currency, uh, which was uh, the point of the lira, which is uh, the point of, of crypto. Uh, as well. So you've got a, a barter system and a crypto system kind of working together uh, in a functionally differentiated world. This is the, the world of digital art, um, but that there's no reason why that is necessarily confined to this thing. Uh, it, it Like Bitcoin, it's as open as the willingness of the community either to let you in or to accept your payment um in in crypto or otherwise and so what what we seem to be seeing here is uh the proliferation now and and we've seen it all over the place of course but now in a in a more bougie kind of way um <laughs> because this isn't uh terrorist financing or drug dealers or um or high-end bankers uh, and and multi-billionaires in their own little um, metaverses. Uh, but these are kind of bougie people um, who are now beginning to be liberated from the, the limitations, exploitations, and serendipity of national currencies uh, to develop their own little closed um, monetary systems. Yeah, I mean, it is becoming big. I'm just reading now that 
earlier this year in March, um, the Nashville band Kings of Leon announced that their next album would arrive in the form of multiple NFTs. So. So wait, 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 wait. So they, they would arrive in the form of multiple NFTs, which means the, the NFTs are then also the product. So yes. Merge both yes. the token. They've merged the token with the um, with the the art, and the art is the token. Yes, and and there is a special one. I think that you could get a quote golden ticket to a VIP concert experience. Okay, but that that's uh, a wasting asset because once that VIP experience comes, it's coming gone. Well, right. Yeah, it, it unlocks an extra, I guess. Okay. Experience. Okay. All right. So, so in some cases, the NFTs become a substitute for money. In other cases, the NFT continues to be merged with in some way that's beyond my technical capacity with the art itself. And we're back to a, a sophisticated barter system mm -hmm. uh, in a sense, because what you're doing is you're bartering this thing for, it could be national currency, it could be services, it could be something else. At the moment, I suspect that right now there's a deep interplay between uh, national currency systems and these things. Mm. And so you yeah, initially, uh, the people who are producing this are gonna want national currency of some kind. Uh, and if you're a Cuban artist, for example, this is Miami, so I'm raised Cuban artist, uh, you're going to want probably US currency or some currency other than a Cuban currency that you can park somewhere outside of the uh, of the of, of the state, and so it becomes extremely useful uh, for people who live in and have to otherwise deal with the um, unstable currencies. And so it's it's a nice hedge, uh, but for Americans, it also is a way of opting out of a currency system that itself may be viewed as either. Uh, perhaps subject to way too much surveillance. Remember, the uh, Congress had threatened uh, to monitor all transactions over 900 bucks. Yes. Uh, and then that went away for the moment, and we'll see how it'll it'll come back. Because once once that uh, is out of the bag, it's it's, it's going to come back, and the, this may be a way of avoiding that. But the minute you do that, of course, you're inviting uh, all kinds of other people who for probably less uh, <laughs> less positive reasons, are also looking to veil their transactions from the eyes, not of the state, but of state security. I so mean, this gets, this gets really weird, really I fast. mean, there's always going, you, you, it will be almost impossible to avoid people trying to you know, commit financial fraud or crimes or whatever that may be. But um, I am not, I wouldn't be surprised. And in fact, I think I may have heard, or I could have been dreaming this, that the government is already talking about some sort of cryptocurrency um, or going in that direction or what, sure. what they- sure. Everyone, yeah, no, everyone is talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone is talking about digital currency yeah. of one form or another. Yeah, and you digital, should be digital platforms for their their currency and currency transactions. But this is this is somewhat different because yes. you're, you're trying to detach different. yourself. You're trying to detach yourself from national currency. 
Uh, and I love it. Doing, I love it. Doing cross-border transactions, all the better, because then you don't have to deal with the um, the fluctuations in relative value of currencies. You've got a transnational currency that is uh, that is stable because it's functionally differentiated. So mm -hmm. here there'll be stability in the art world uh, with respect to quote unquote pricing based on art NFTs. And then it gets really interesting because if you're going to want to trade art NFTs for, um, I don't know, let's, let's do something silly. Real like, estate, because people like are doing real estate, that. Right, like real estate, then you're crossing the border and you're going to, you, you can't help but then recreate these um, markets for different currencies uh, in markets for different uh, NFTs, the borders of which are functional rather than territorial. And so in a sense, it's, it's kind of interesting. You're, you're trying to avoid it to some extent and develop stability from a functional perspective, which is great. But at the, at the end of the day, you may well just be also um, migrating in the, um, all of the, the quote unquote problems of currency when you try to get out of your collective, mm -hmm. unless you merge them. Right, unless you merge them, uh, and and that will be interesting as well. But the trick then, and and it's probably time to close. But but I'll so I'm going to closing thought. Not so much a closing thought as a question for you. It seems that all of this is really, it's not really about the art, in a sense. The art is the the um, the predicate for value, but mm -hmm. the real value comes in the robustness of the authenticating technology. Yes. So what you're really buying in a sense, in part, is that authenticating technology. So is this a world where it's not the artist that's uh, king, queen, or both, or whatever, uh, but one in which the, um, the, the, I guess it's not the coder, but the, the programmer uh, and the system maintainer that is, and, and perhaps the platform operator that is king. And that takes us back to, um, to uh, uh, Meta and Google and, and all of these other uh, platforms. I don't think we ever left from those platforms. I think those are still going to be the most important um, realms in the future. I, I think, I think the digital world is going to be the most important realm right. for right. everyone. But, in but I don't mean that, right. But I don't mean that Facebook and Google are going to absorb this, but that these, the, the model that they provide for things like, let's say a, an art world, um, uh, an art world platform space that may use Google and Facebook, uh, to, uh, for transactions, uh, or they may uh, they may provide themselves not only with the value and the technology, but the space for uh, users and consumers to meet as well. And so all of this then migrates, not just quote unquote social media and experience and you know the societal, uh, but also and not just the economic, but here the finance uh, to a series of platforms where it's the coding and the integrity and protection of the coding which now appears like the, to develop the same kind of, of power and issues that um, putting up a, uh, a wall on your territory yeah. to protect the integrity of the, the space within used to be, but in a physical space. So I, it's kind of interesting. 
And I think people are also interested in like that, that little piece of bit art that is on that little NFT. Like people want to see like a cute little cat with wings and a farting rainbow. And they want to own that. Or whatever it is. And and that, of course, and, and this will be my closing thought. And that, of course, is actually the most interesting part of all of this, because these markets will advance and collapse on the basis of the collective to invest a thing with value. Mm-hmm. Right? Gold has value because we have collectively, like diamonds, we have collectively uh, been managed into desiring them at a particular level. If tomorrow we decide that, um, I don't know, that granite is cooler than diamonds, then the value of diamonds falls, then the platform falls as well. So you've, you've got an interesting, and here you're dealing with digital art or art that has been digitalized. Uh, and that probably will produce a bunch of conversations again about the, the meaning of value in the fueling of these quite complicated systems where a lot of people seem to be making a whole lot of money however you you define those terms yeah um <laughs> and like we said it it's it's becoming a big deal even in the real world the Miami Art Week is actually still going on if anyone is interested today might be the last day you can visit if, if you're interested in this digital art extravaganza, www.pieroatchugarry.com and you'll be able to see some Spanish contemporary artist watercolor work. Um, well, the digital version. Digital of, version. But, all right, now, now, so it's not even a digital, so in some respects, it's not actually a digitalized art. It is traditional art that has been digitalized. Yeah. All right, and that raises all kinds of issues. <laughs> um, it, then we go back to the the, um, the in the early nineteenth, the early twentieth century. There was a huge debate about the authenticity of replication, and whether that um, whether we're going to see the digital version of that century-old debate uh, will be the subject of another podcast. <laughs> Okay, so dad's closing thoughts are never his closing thoughts. We learned today. Um, My bad. (laughs) Dad, say goodbye. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much.